Hey guys, welcome back to AB Side. Well, we're on episode seven. No, eight. Episode eight. We're on episode eight. I keep losing track as to where we are now. Is that crazy? No, I don't even know how many how many weeks we've been in lockdown. It's twelve. It all just blurs. Uh, we did episode thirteen today at uh, BCC Online, so we have been in lockdown for thirteen. 12 to 13 weeks. Crazy, huh? It feels like longer. Yes, it does feel like really long. Um, did you get any feedback this week? Yeah, I was talking to a friend uh, about, you know, she was saying she felt like she didn't want to speak out about um, issues of social justice. She felt strongly about them, but she not that she didn't want to, um, but that she she felt like her friends were not interested in what she had to say. Would just kind of sweep it aside when she would say, hey, should we be giving this money to this giant corporation? Or um, should we be more considerate about uh, like the, where, our, where our clothes, where our goods come from? And for me, it was, it was really encouraging to hear somebody else um, express that, you know, as Christians, we shouldn't just be going along with what the world goes along with. Uh, and we should challenge um, those are the things. Uh, so we had this this nice chat about how there's a a cost that goes along with with your choice to be responsible or to to speak out in issues of justice, um, and that choice might be a social cost because your friends might kind of get bored of what you have to say, or um, or might just kind of. She was saying she felt like people were judging her, but I don't think that's the case. I think actually. Um, the more we have of those kind of people who step into and say something that maybe we're all, uh, maybe we're all thinking, um, and maybe we're all feeling, but we put it aside because the world tells us it's okay to put aside. Uh, the more people we have, um, the more effective we're going to be at bringing God's kingdom. So it really encouraged me actually that there are Christians who want to to do more, um, and and we were sharing similar kind of yeah, but what do we do kind of kind of thing. And um, we don't have the answer to that. I don't have the answer to that particularly um, for the particular issues that are on our hearts. But um, yeah, I was encouraged by that. Mm. Well, I like, to be honest, right, when I first started out in Birmingham, how many years ago was that? Eight years ago now? I had this friend, right, who was a social worker. I'm not going to say who. Um, and she really did teach me a lot about speaking up for the oppressed. Um, of course, she's a social worker. And um, but I think I challenged her one time. Why do you really like sending me this these articles about, you know, this this situation or that situation or, you know, this person? It just depresses me. And then her response was, we need to speak up for them, you know, Um and and I'm reminded even now that the moment we stay silent, like I think there's a danger there because you are you are a bystander then, aren't you? Yeah, or or even worse, even complicit in some some scenarios. Like I have a friend that talks about um, climate change a lot, and I I feel I'm less passionate than him about it, but I agree with everything that he says. But I'm also kind of I feel trapped by the um, the realities of like living in a suburb. I'm like, well, how am I meant to get around if not in a car? Like, we we are directly contributing to some of these 
issues. And we need to be more active, I think. I think so. I think so. There is, yeah. I think it's good to learn and to understand um, where they're coming from. I think that's the nature of us humans to learn and grow. Otherwise, we're just going to be stuck in our little bubbles. <laughs> yes. Anyway. All right. Thanks for the feedback. Please keep sending it in. Uh, it gives us more to talk about uh, and means that the conversation is more than just uh, A and B. It includes the rest of you. So please send them in to abside at the bcc.org.uk. So, Ben, um, you've already mentioned at the start of this podcast that uh, you've lost track of uh, how long we've had this quarantine lockdown business. Do you feel like since we've had oh, 12, 13 weeks of lockdown, do you feel like it's been a forced kind of Sabbath? Um, no. <laughs> Why? I feel like there is this there's this feeling of I'm at home so I can spend lots of time relaxing but that's not actually true but yeah it feels like we have all this time but we actually don't have all this time because we still have to work and I have childcare to sort out and homeschooling mm, mm. so even though I'm in my relaxing place um Actually, it 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 feels very. Um, I feel very busy, like because I will, I will say to myself at the start. I have this um, this to do app called Things. Shout out to Things. It's a great app if you want to check it out. Um, anyway, so I use that and I just put like everything in my life that needs doing, like do the shopping, like wash the dishes. Everything goes into this app, and at the start of the week, I will sit down on a Monday morning and like run through the list of tasks that are there um, and set some targets for what I want to do in the week. So I'll set, oh, you know, I want to read um, this many chapters of this book that I'm reading. Or I or want the Bible. To... Yeah, uh, that's not really a target because it's just regular reading. But that's on there oh, as okay. well, like read the Bible, do my soap is on there. Yeah, or, uh, or I'm learning Greek at the minute, so finish chapter seven. Uh, you're on chapter seven hey listeners we're meant to be doing this book together but clearly he's way ahead yeah i haven't even picked up the book yeah yeah (laughs) anyway that's a side thing so you do that you you have this app and it keeps you on track of what things you need to do then yes but what will happen is i will set these things and they don't seem like unreasonable goals i put like four or five things like a mixture of work and like things that need to happen around the house and things that i want to do to relax um and it i can get really stressed with this because i end up not being able to tick those things off like i want to sit down and read a book for 20 minutes but i can't i don't end up ticking that off and so then i get like stressed about it because like i haven't been able to do that and i can like visually see that's my relax. I haven't relaxed. Uh, so no, I don't feel like uh, I'm I'm on a Sabbath right now. How about you? Um, I think so. This question, to answer it, you need to consider that we all come from different places, right? I think that's your catchphrase. 
<laughs> is that really? Yeah. That we all come from different places. It's true, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But, like, not everyone in society is a parent. Not everyone is dealing with homeschooling. Not everyone has, you know, the, the blessing of working from home. Um, so I know that for many people it is a fourth Sabbath. They are, you know, maybe they were working like um in catering or hospitality or whatever and they're forced to close their shop um, a musician is forced to not uh, perform anymore um those that are in the arts the creative arts but i think it's incredible how it's a, some people have called it a forced sabbath but for me it's been a bit of a weird one because there are days when it's super busy do you remember at the start ben how busy we were yeah it was crazy we were like having uh what they call cobra meetings yeah (laughs) our version of a cobra meeting pastoral team yeah well well um boris and co were also having their cobra meetings but um yeah so i think everyone was going a bit panicky um what are we going to do with church what are we you know how are we going to do this what what did life groups gonna what's that gonna look like and it's just trying to set set the things up and then i think we were just running around like crazy in our own homes of course but (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just remember the calm after all of that storm when we started to have a routine and then we didn't have as much meetings many meetings and then and then I felt like actually I finally have time to realize you know I have all this time and then it hit me oh my gosh I'm by myself I think it was probably Easter time yeah close to Easter that's when I that's when it hit me because I had time to realize what this was (laughs) yeah so so we've used this word sabbath Mm mm-hmm uh, I think I think we need to talk about what what a Sabbath actually is. You okay, know. you tell me what what does Sabbath mean? Well, it's your question, but I'll tell you what I think, if you like. Okay, you tell me what you think. So, I think a Sabbath is an opportunity to rest, but it is it's more than that. It doesn't mean just like sit down and play on your PlayStation or scroll down. I thought you find found uh, relaxation from that, Ben. I definitely find relaxation in that, but I I don't think that is what the Sabbath encompasses. Okay. I think I think a Sabbath is is a, is a opportunity to rest from not just like your your nine to five five days a week job. It's it's an opportunity to rest from the rhythms of life. To rhythms of life. It sounds like a like a early two thousands Christian worship band. <laughs> okay. Rhythms of life. Um, yeah, it's an opportunity to to come and spend time uh, in the presence of God, and your rest and your renewal comes through spending time with God. Rest and your renewal comes when you rest before God. Hmm. Okay. So, so I, I would, I would say, like a forced Sabbath is an interesting phrase. I think. Hmm. Do you, do, you, why, why do you think it's an interesting phrase? It's going against someone's will. Well, I think if it's forced, I mean, the, there are tons of people 
in the UK right now, or in the world right now, who have loads of free time on their hands. But that doesn't mean that they're experiencing a Sabbath right now. That's also true. Yeah. So that, that so I, I think it's, it's dependent on what you do with that time. To define it as Sabbath then. So if it's, so if it's a, you're resting before God, then therefore it equals Sabbath. Yeah. And I think we have this awesome opportunity. It feels like it might be a conclusion, but um, we have this <laughs> awesome opportunity to, or at least many of us are in a position now where we can or have been in a position for three months where we have that opportunity to spend more time delving into his word and listening to, to what he has to say. Uh, because so have you we're been... not running around. Yeah, that's true. But have you been delving more into God's word then? I definitely did more of that at the start. So oh, I'll, tell you, oh, I'll tell you what... Yeah, let me. I guess this is a good opportunity for us to reflect on the on the last uh-huh. twelve weeks. Yeah, I think at the start for me, once once maybe the like week one was just like, what on earth is going on here? Like we have lots to do at work. We've got to figure out what's what's happening. Um, once that died down, mm. uh, I was reflecting on what what God wanted for us as a church, what He wanted for me um, during this time, and. And kind of came back to that to that idea that we don't have the luxury of being able to rely on each other um, mm. in in the same ways that that we can when we're meeting face to face at church on a Sunday and in our life groups. And so the challenge for me was really this is your responsibility, and mm. it's like your your personal relationship with God is your own responsibility, and it's about using that time wisely and so for maybe using that time wisely okay yeah so for maybe the first i think the change probably happened when my wife was furloughed i can't remember when that was um let's say six let's say like six six weeks ago um something like that before that point um because we were both working we both kind of adapted to um what the routine looked like and so i was intentionally spending more time um in the word and more time listening to god's voice but when mandy was furloughed i had more free time and more free time does not equal more more time resting it equals more opportunity to procrastinate for me anyway <laughs> okay right I am I'm the guy that leaves things till I don't I'm not like completely last minute. I'm I'm not I'm still like cautious and realistic about my time, but I leave things until the last possible opportunity um that's still like safe to to do so. Mm-mm-mm. And so what happens when I'm when I'm saying, "Oh, it would be great to spend more time reading the Bible or more time learning Greek um, or more time reading this theology book is um, I'll have a spare five minutes and I'll, and I'll sit down and I'll be like, oh, I could read now. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, but I've also got lots of free time. So why don't I like check, check Twitter or like social <laughs> media 
Like, why don't I watch that YouTube video that I wanted to watch on whatever random thing it was? And then before I know it, all the time's gone. And so in my head, I've got like this weird compartmentalization where it's not in my head. It's just a habit, I guess, where I feel like the thing to do when you've got free time to relax is to like go onto social media. Like it's, it's like, oh, it's like a time filler, I guess. Um, so I'm much less intentional because I have more free time, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think to know, to think about how we have managed to gone through 12 weeks, what have we achieved? I don't think we've achieved a lot. <laughs> I know some people have, don't get me wrong. So um, I can see that loads of people have been very active and, you know, they've they've done a lot more DIY, loads of projects. but. So <laughs> those are just Listen, things, aren't they? Those are things. It's, it's those all are things. things. Like I can point, I can say, yeah, you know what? I've got first seven chapters of Greek down. I know all about <laughs> moods and tenses. And actually I can probably like have some exegete kind of understanding. Exegete correctly. Right. Well, maybe not exegete correctly, <laughs> but maybe I can like open the New Testament and have some kind of clue of what's, what's going on, um, mm. which I'm, I'm proud of, but it's, it's just stuff to do, isn't it? Yeah, but but at the same time, I'm like, so I, at the start of lockdown, we were all panicky. And then after my mini breakdown, Easter time, when I, you know, had time to really reflect on what is going on in my life, um, I ended up, you know, getting things on paper, things I wanted to do, projects I wanted to fulfill. And um, so I'm speaking... Uh, the day after the government allowed support bubbles to exist. Now, a support bubble, you, we all know what a support bubble is, but in case you're a listener and you're not in the UK... Um, and in you don't England, understand what... actually. It's only oh, sorry, in England. England. Yeah. Yes, you're right, actually. Um, so I'd, I don't even know if my parents know about this. Um, but a support bubble is uh, basically if you live in a single household, which I do, or if you're a single parent and you have children under the age of 18 and you are struggling, you can go and um, bubble with another household of any size, just one household. So that allows you to go to their house or that household come to you in your house. And so you are your own bubble, which I thought was quite cool. So yesterday I did that. But before I bubbled um, with a new household, I just thought, I have all these projects to do. Quarantine is going to be finished soon. Oh my goodness, I haven't finished anything. What have I achieved? And um, I had like a mini like crisis. Like, I'm like, no, before you, like, before I realise it's lockdown's going to be over and I have all these started projects that's not been finished. I'm going to be like Ben. <laughs> I didn't think that. I didn't think that. No, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I've got my, I've got my to-do app. And I'm tracking all my projects in there. Thank you very much. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We all have projects that have not been finished. I, we all do, right? We all start yeah. projects and then we lose, we lose track or we oh, lose totally. steam. I had these, or creativity. I, I had the, um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, um, I'm going to do this much guitar every day. I'm going <laughs> to like, it was all like set out in my mind. I'm going to, I'm going to learn Greek. I'm going to what else like do lots of diy around the house um and most of it's not happened and even the greek's super slow mm. 
Like I don't understand. How is it that we've gone twelve weeks and we've got not a lot to show for it? What are your projects? So, <laughs> you know how everyone's been、um, at the start of quarantine. There was like a trend of、uh, making puzzles, like. Big puzzles, like a thousand pieces. Jigsaw pieces.、So、jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, jig, yeah. Jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. And so I went. I, you know how extra I am. I basically ordered a two thousand piece jigsaw puzzle that was a gradient rainbow. You know, like、wow. when you're on Photoshop and yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you you pick a color picker. It's my favorite effect, as you know, when I try try my hand at graphic <laughs> design. <laughs> A color picker, and so it's like the whole rainbow, and I and I started it, but then I was like, oh no, I need to do this other project. I'm gonna I'm gonna sew some face masks because you know my friends need face masks, and I I want some more face masks and all this. And my friend is moving to London, and and now public transport, we have to wear face masks as of fifth the fifteenth, which is tomorrow. And um, and I'm like, okay, I need to pack up my puzzle, and then. The puzzle, you know, all the color pieces are all connected together, like all all separated. But then I'm like, I've got this project, I've got another project, and there's so many projects to do that I'm like, actually, is it wise for us to be, you know, wanting to strive for these things, or like, what's the deal there? And so I realize it's it's a time issue. It's how we manage our time. Right, but even that sounds silly when we when like. At least for you and I, have had actually tons of time. We have had a lot more time. Actually, everyone's had time because the people that are working nine to five jobs, if they are working from home, they don't have to travel anymore to work. That's given them more time.、Um, the fact that we just yeah yeah you, you literally the commute is from your bedroom to your desk to go to work. Um, so there is a lot more time for everybody, but that got me thinking about yeah. So a week has seven days,、um, and as we all know, the Bible does say, "On the seventh day, have a Sabbath." Do you feel like you've had many rest days in in the quarantine? Then it's really hard to, to define a to do to do a Sabbath, an actual rest day. Well, actually. It was harder when Mandy wasn't working because she took a greater share of the childcare,、um, so that just made me work more. You know, like you fill the time that you're that you're given. Now that she's back at work, still working from home, because I'm now looking after the kids more.、Um, here's the thing: I I think it I think. The the issues that we're facing are self discipline. Self discipline, okay. Yeah, if I really wanted to play guitar every day, I could I could make a slot because I don't know. Should we look at our screen time things on our phone? Okay. Is that a useful thing to do? Because、um, I can tell you now, I'll be able to find some、uh, some some free time that I don't need to be spending.、Um, Five hours today. Ah,、oh, where is it? Hang on. For me, that's that's me today. But my average, oh gosh, oh yeah. At the start of lockdown, my average was about twelve, thirteen hours. Yikes! It was crazy. It was horrible. Actually, okay. I mean, my my average is、uh, three hours fifty minutes. Weekly. Yeah. Average. 
No, it's my daily average. No, sorry, sorry. My daily across but the week. daily average. Okay, yeah, mine's last, seven. Yeah. Mine's seven hours. Yeah, and um, that's that's silly. Nearly four hours when I do all my work on the computer, <laughs> uh, and like I'm I'm tra- racking my brains, like thinking what what do I use it for? Sometimes I do a workout and I use like a workout app. That's twenty minutes. Um, Sometimes I'll read a bedtime story off Kindle. That's like 20 minutes. So I still have another like three hours to to, to make up. Sometimes I listen to a podcast. Maybe that's an hour. Still, though, yeah, there's time there, you know. And and so I think it's discipline. And And so, like I was saying, because I have to be more disciplined now that I have less time because I have to actually make sure that the kids do something productive and not just watch TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it means that I have to be more intentional about what I do with my free time. Yeah, it is a discipline thing. I think we all we all have to be intentional with how we spend our time. And this is the thing. It feels like social media is the evil, like, distraction thing. But... Like, I know that if, if it's not my phone, it will be something else. That's true. I, I will just pick up a fiction book and just, like... Last week, I read a whole book in, like, 36 hours. Wow. Um, yeah, like, 200 pages. It, it's just, like, that, that, will, that kind of thing will happen. Or there'll be, like, some... I'll find some, like, logic puzzle or I'll find some crossword. Like, I, I will just fill fill my time with... Um, whatever, if I'm, if I'm allowed to do that. What if you don't do that? What if you don't fill your time? Well, then what would I be doing? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Like, have you ever had a day where you don't plan anything? I feel like today was a day where I didn't plan anything. But, but I guess it was, it was dictated by... Um, your family, though, right? Yeah. I guess it's it's different for a family man. Today was quite restful, though. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to know. For me, it wasn't. Um, but the times where I don't plan anything, I do end up wasting it. Mm. Like I don't, I don't know what happens. Like before you know it, it's it's lunchtime, and then you cook, and then before you know it, it's it's dinner time. And then before you know it, it's bedtime. You know, I have no idea what happens when I don't plan my days. Yeah. I think it's like this. It's, it's, yeah, it is discipline. It's like low-hanging fruit, isn't it? Why would I work out when I could, like, watch another TV show? Of, yeah. And then I can <laughs> work out after that. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just do the easiest thing. And the easiest thing is often, like, stay in bed or order McDonald's if, that, if we could... Oh, are you talking about me? I had had my first McDonald's today. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's really bad. Are they open? I thought, I thought it, was it was only nasty. Drive-thru. No, 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 no. I ordered it through a delivery service. Wow. That is scraping. <laughs> I paid four pounds for delivery. Can you believe it? Anyway, I can't believe that. I was disappointed. I was disappointed. You're always disappointed with, with McDonald's. I always am. In the same way that I'm disappointed with KFC. I love KFC. Anyhow, um, so. Because I ask these questions, right? Can we... Can we have too much rest? 
This is, I don't feel like it's rest. Do you feel like it's rest? The kind of like procrastination that we're talking about? Uh, well, if you're scrolling your life away and you're just laying there, I think because, because that, that is not working, right? That is just like, just chilling. Watching a show, chilling. Yeah, sat there. I, I mean, isn't we do some we do need like time to mentally recharge sometimes when our brains are overloaded, and so I think there's a there is a case to to be said for sitting down and uh, like having some recreational time, like with TV or a, a book or whatever. Recreational time, okay. I don't th- I don't think that's necessarily the same thing as rest though. And then the flip side is like. We can easily just turn project into another form of work. Um, we we have nothing to do, so we want to work on the Start garden. A project, or, okay. Yeah, that, and 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 it just becomes a, another form of work. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with doing those kind of projects, but I don't think they're necessarily. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they're necessarily restful. But how do you know, though, right? Because what could be restful for me may not be restful for you. It could be stressful. No, I'm thinking about my own projects. Maybe not projects uh, that I've been doing in lockdown, but projects that I've that I've had in the past, and they are relaxing for me, and I enjoy them. Mm. But I don't know if like what what you get out of it. You you get the satisfaction that you've completed something. Mm-hmm. Um, you get you get the feeling of accomplishment. But I get this with Lego. Like, I, I like to think <laughs> that I'm a fan of Lego. Uh-huh. Um, and I really love building the sets. Yeah. But once I finish building something, I just feel really, like, empty. Like, I have this <laughs> giant uh, Lego Technic <laughs> helicopter. No satisfaction. It's, it's like, um, I don't know, it's like a, a foot and a half, like 50 centimetres, like, long. So it's a, like a big thing. Um, and every few years I'd be like, oh yeah, build that helicopter again. Um, and so I like sort all the pieces out, follow the instructions, got like three, three instruction booklets. Um, and you put it all together and it's got all these cool moving parts. And then once I built it, I'm like, this is really big. I don't want to put it anywhere in my house. And so like, then I'll just break it to pieces again. Um, and it's the same with doing jigsaw puzzles, isn't it? Like you spend ages on it and you feel very satisfied when you've completed it. And then you're like, oh, this thing is designed to be taken apart. Not really. I'm planning on framing mine. That's, yeah. that's my quarantine puzzle. Yeah. I mean, I guess it has more value now, than, like <laughs> yeah, emotional value because it's in quarantine. Mm. Um, I don't know if those things are rest or if they are, um, I'm a big fan of using the word escapism. Um, to describe a lot of what happens in my own life. When you need to mentally recharge. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and it it, it kind of, I guess it, it starts out as like an innocuous thing. Like, oh yeah, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to recharge, so I want to play this video game. Escapism. Isn't that dangerous though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a positive thing. But it starts out with, with good intentions, I think we just get led down this this path where we just then refuse to confront anything that's that's like we we just don't give enough thought to stuff. So mm. as a flip, 
I'm doing a lot of talking. Do you want to? You, you to are talk, doing a lot of talking. I'm trying to jump in <laughs> because because I I ask these questions like, can you have too much rest? Because in my head, I know for a fact that if I have too much rest, for example, if I have a long day of just sleeping um, and just not active, that can encourage sloth behavior, right? Like. To me, sloth is one of the seven deadly sins. You know about the seven deadly sins, right? Yeah, let's just... They're not biblical, but... <laughs> I mean, sloth is mentioned but in the Bible, but... Sloth is mentioned in the Bible. It's mentioned in Proverbs, as actually. Laziness um, about sluggard and, like, you know, it's, it's bad. But in my head, I'm like, actually, too much rest can encourage, you know, can give an opportunity to let um, sin happen. That's what I feel. Yeah. And so, and at that point, I would say that's not rest then, is it? That's just inactivity, laziness, sloth. Hmm. So we talk about like taking time for ourselves and that is important, but I don't think we're very good at, at getting the balance right. I think that's what's really awesome about god's idea of sabbath rest right like you work for six days and on the seventh day like you are deliberately setting aside that time and it's not just time to like play on animal crossing or yeah or like work on your jigsaw puzzle although you might do a jigsaw puzzle like i would totally do a jigsaw puzzle on my sabbath yeah but it's not just time to do that. It's, it's intentional time. And within that time, you might say, oh, I, need, I actually do need some time to think and like, have, some, have some space. But at the same time, there's other stuff that we can be doing. So um, Eugene Peterson, the, uh, the guy that um, wrote, wrote the message, wrote the me- published the message. Yeah, the, the paraphrase. Wrote, okay, yeah. Paraphrase of the Bible. Um, he, uh, in his book... The pastor, which is kind of like his memoirs of, of what he learned as a pastor um, through his whole life. He talks about what he would do with his wife on the Sabbath when he was a pastor in a small church um, in the 70s, maybe 70s or 80s. I think. Um, he realized that he wasn't using his Sabbath um, well. And as a pastor, his Sabbath wasn't a Sunday because that's that's his big day of work. Um, his Sabbath was on a Monday. So what he would do every Monday, no matter what the weather was like, uh, he would go with his wife and they would go out into uh, the wilderness, some hiking trails, uh, and they would they would take like a pack lunch and they would just walk all day and they would just listen to God as they walked. Um, and like I read this book just just before lockdown happened. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is cool. I'm going to spend every Monday like this. <laughs> and then the lockdown hit and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to be doing that. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it's like this, this, I don't know, maybe it's, it's a bit, um, what's that? like, it seems very wholesome to me that actually like. Every Monday he would do that. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Wow. Cause I, I've done that once a month before lockdown roughly that's pretty cool yeah i mean it's a nice day to spend with god listening to god and i I mean like not plugged in yeah um and just being open to wherever he leads you and and things like that but we i feel like we don't do that enough 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not really about, I think it, it, it's not about like, we don't, we're not saying, Hey everyone go out for a walk every, every Sunday or every Monday. That's not the, the point of it. The point of it is that they've got this place where there's no distractions. And for them, like he needed to be away from like the landline telephone in case, Mm. um, like someone would call and his, he said his congregation was very good at not calling on Mondays. Mm. But he needed to be away from from that, away from his study, so he couldn't be tempted to to go in and work. So we need something. We need to figure out what it is that pulls us in different directions. But I haven't been very good at that. It's interesting that you said that because um. So one of one of the girls that I know, she was sharing how, you know, one of her colleagues sends emails at three a.m. in the morning, um, and I'm and and I'm like, why? Why do you know that she sends it at 3 a.m. in the morning? It's because my phone pings. I'm like, why is your phone pinging at 3 a.m. in the morning? And why aren't you asleep? I woke up because my phone's pinging. Why is your phone pinging? Because I just leave it pingable. And I'm like, surely you should have boundaries set in place on your phone, like the do not disturb, you know, between these hours. And I'm like, and it just didn't occur to me that actually... Not everyone does practice, um, now that we're all working from home, the hours of work are just weird, especially if you have um, to do childcare, um, homeschooling at home. And so even my sister, my own um, biological sister, um, she's been working crazy hours into the night because, you know, she has to do childcare um, and her husband isn't able to offer any support with childcare. And so... um, like I just think it's crazy how you know yes on one hand there's people that are working around the clock but then on the other hand if you are working nine to five surely you should just limit your time to nine to five and not to overwork do you know what I mean but I understand that not everyone's like that though not everyone has those boundaries set in place it's really hard when you're at home because you you have your even if you have like a a room spare that not ev- mm. not everyone has that like yeah you it, it's just around the corner isn't it like you mm. let me just pop in and check if i got a reply to that email or mm-hmm. um let me just yeah let me just do this quick thing cuz they they say don't even look at your phone don't check your emails first thing in the morning when you wake up and um and i <laughs> okay <laughs> because of the nature of our work as pastors we get a lot of messages any like 24/7 and so i've gotten far to the point where i switch off notifications for certain apps on certain days so if i have annual leave i will automatically switch off all my notifications um for my phone and and to me that's helpful um because it doesn't ping like if it's an emergency there are ways to get in touch, like a phone call. But if it can wait, it, sh- it, it should wait. So how can we be better at, at following a Sabbath? To have work-life balance? It's more than work-life balance, I think. Because, like I said, we can, we can have a work-life balance but still feel like we're not resting or being refreshed. I like that word, refresh. I think it's it's having clear cut boundaries, isn't it? It's to know that, you know, 
I need to be intentional with my time. It's not the case of I'm going to be legalistic like the Pharisees, but it does say in God's commandment to practice the Sabbath. Just like God did, you know, he he didn't need to. He's an almighty, omnipotent God, all powerful, all knowing. And he did everything on in six days. But on the seventh, he rested on the Sabbath day. What did you think that looked like for God? To rest? Yeah. I think he just enjoyed mm. um, his creation, didn't he? Yeah. And that's what we're told to do is just to, you know, to spend time with him and to really worship him on the Sabbath. So so a lot of um, people in church, actually, their Sabbath, their rest day is on a, on a Sunday. And I'm really glad about that because, you know, they will come to church or, you know, now we're on lockdown, um, watch the service. And, and I think, yeah, you're just having a chill day where there's no, you're not worried and you're not thinking about work. Um, because you know how it is with work. You have these projects and you have these things to do. And, you know, sometimes you have to leave them on the back burner and just let it simmer. And so it's, it's a case of just detaching yourself from that. And actually spending time with God in God's word and and just having fellowship. Mm. But we can't really have fellowship right now. <laughs> or it's a different form um, online. But um, But in terms of just, yeah, what is God's plan for us then? What do you think? I think it is about, it's about enjoying um, what we have and enjoying God's presence. And just, you know, like, whenever we sit down, you know, like social media is is a great example because it always feels like a continuation. Like I can open my phone and Instagram is open or Twitter is is like the, the app that's, that was there when I last locked my phone. And it's there and it's at, the, at the, that point in the, in like the, the news feed. And I can just continue what I was doing. I can just continue scrolling from that point. Mm. Mm. and it's never so ending. there's no break yeah and it's the same with absolutely the same with with the like the media that we consume as well um like you open netflix and it's like hey resume watching you're on <laughs> season seven episode 24 like and you're like yeah okay continue <laughs> and then do you ever like stop and just think I, that's a lot of time i've spent watching all of those episodes like if they're each 40 minutes long and i'm on this season i didn't ever work it out but i'm always like that is a long time that is that is a big number of hours um it it everything is um just this continuation even reading books is is just like you pick it up and you continue from from where you last left off you like if you listen to podcasts you uh you like you finish doing the washing up you pause your podcast and then later on you go like, I don't know, I'll go for a walk and then I'll put the, continue listening. Uh, and there's, there's this continuation. And I think actually the point of a Sabbath is that you stop and you, yeah, you, stop. you take a, a break from all of that and like recalibrate and recenter. <laughs> and we talk about um, like how, how are pe- what, what's happening to people in church if they're drifting away? How, mm. What's it? 
when you ask someone what's their relationship with God like, who you ask that really cheesy Christian question, how are you doing? Like, how are you really doing? You um, <laughs> the people often say, oh yeah, you know, I've been getting further away from God. But if we were serious about keeping the Sabbath, we'd have that check every every week. Actually, in every my week. in my to do app, one of the things that I have is, have you talked to your wife? Um, that that comes up. And it's a repeating thing. So I'll tick it off and then it'll come back a, a few days later. Because I know that I actually need to think about doing that. Otherwise, we can go for a long time without actually like having a meaningful conversation about things, something that's not like shopping or what we're going to eat or what we're going to watch on TV. And so I, like, I'll have that and it will come up as like, this is overdue. You need to do it. And so I'll try and try and make time for that. And I think if we do that with the Sabbath, if if we actually every week could stop and reflect, and this isn't like a, it's not like a um, productivity tool, like reassess your goals and like, are you setting smart targets? Forget all of that. It's like, are you actually spending regular time with God? And if you didn't for the past six days, you should see your Sabbath as the day when you reconnect you with do. God. Yeah. And that's the thing that, that, like that's the one thing on your to-do list that should be there for for that day and you can kind of be a priority it should be the priority like you can kind of peg that in your mind as you know even if you're so busy during the week you can be looking forward in the same way that like we might look forward to um everything's different in lockdown uh (laughs) like i was gonna say we might look forward to going out for a meal nope um we you might look forward to or you you now were looking forward to today or yesterday when social bubbles started right mm. like so you had that as a as you knew that on that day you were going to be able to go and be in somebody else's household right mm-hmm. like you were looking towards that that time and i think we should be doing the same thing um looking forward to something yeah yeah, I, I I get that. Yeah, I totally agree. Because, like, even... So, in the Bible, the Sabbath um, theme comes up quite often. And and so I... Actually, in, in the show notes, we'll include this. There's um a link to uh, the Bible Project's video on the Sabbath. And they did a really good job of summarizing um, the biblical... Um, Sabbath motif throughout the Bible about how, you know, from the start of creation, God's intention was for, um, yeah, for us to have that rest, to to have that perfect harmony with him. And then, you know, sin happens and um, it all gets messed up. And um, and then eventually, you know, every, every, can you summarize what the video was about? Like, there was a lot about, um, working six days and then resting on the seventh and then um every every seven years they would have a reset and they would stop and recalibrate everything and then every seven times seven years they would have like a you know another recalibration and festival um to rest and reflect and remember god's presence and i think that was really important and and to me i think we've lost that reset yeah well, you, the the um, the coolest thing about that video that I hadn't mm-hmm. considered before is that the Sabbath is the it's it's like God's 
goal for what he yep. wants to wants you wants for humanity. Mm. So there's there's all this work and work is good and work is necessary. But the seventh day, the holy the holy day is it's not holy because it's about spending time with God. It's holy because it's it's holy because it's good. And the good thing about that day is you don't have to work and now you can spend time with God. Yeah, just enjoying being in his presence. Like you don't have to toil under the sun. You can just enjoy the fruits of your labor, which I think is incredible. And and God, you know, he made it happen that is part of um, the the Levitical laws to rest and even just to rest the ground that you're working on um, so that, you know, the soil can rest and recuperate. Um, and what's interesting is, right, that's why I asked the first question, do you feel like it's been a forced Sabbath? I feel like, you know, at the start of um, lockdown, there was already a noticeable difference with the uh, air pollution and traffic and um, plants yeah. growing. Did you see that and, picture? Like, in India, there was um, yeah. like some a city uh, within view of the Himalayas. Yeah. And most people in the city hadn't seen the Himalayas from the that city that, before. Yeah, there's no there more so pollution. pollution. Yeah, there's no there's no more pollution and the skies are clearer and the air is cleaner and, and there's less noise. And, you know, it just it feels like God's intention was for the world to stop and rest during the season and it's not just christians seeing that but it's non-christians also acknowledging that too and i just think it's incredible how we're all forced to stay indoors obviously some people um don't (laughs) um but that's a side issue um but i think it's important to know that you know god really wanted us to just stop businesses to stop everything to just stop and just be still. I think, you know, if, if you if you think about like a, a child um, whose parents are working like nine to five jobs, they look forward to the weekend, don't they? Because that it's not just, oh, I don't have to go to school, but it's also I get to sp- see my mum and my dad. I get to actually do something fun with them. And I think it's the same for us. We, the point of the Sabbath is for us to, to not just enjoy God's creation or not just enjoy the fruit of our own labours. It's not, it's not, oh yeah, I've worked. So now I can, um, now I can just like, yeah, sit in front of the TV for two days and then go back to work. It's, it's this opportunity to come and spend time with God. And I think that's that's the key to keeping the Sabbath. But we all struggle with that though, Ben. We all struggle yeah, to be still before absolutely. God. I think it's a challenge for us to set some time aside and don't fill that time with like it's so social e- media, Netflix. Yeah, or like playing playing guitar or jigsaw puzzles as soon as as soon as that that like idea enters my head oh my day off what am i going to do on my day off i'm going to be able to do this and that and i'm going to and we suddenly start like filling it up with this with these lists of projects yeah and for me the the 
times that I feel the most like relaxed and refreshed might involve that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's when it's not like premeditated. Because when it's premeditated, you're like, you're trying to f- cram everything in. <laughs> you're like, I want to I want to play guitar, but I also want to read this book or I want to like play that game. And you're kind of like, oh, I ha- now I have to juggle my, my free time activities, which is ludicrous. Actually, the what I've taken from today is that on a Sabbath, my goal will be to spend time with God. And it's not going to be about ticking things off a to-do list or, oh, that's the time you can read this book. That's the time you can listen to, to that sermon. It, I, I don't want it to, to be about doing things because I'm great at making lists of things that I want to do. But actually, it's like, chuck all that out the window in the same way that, like, if you have the opportunity as a child to spend a day with your parents, the important thing is that you're spending the day with them. It's not that you're trying to... to. It, it doesn't matter if the activities that you plan don't get done. Because it's interesting, because... Um, what was it? There's a quote that uh, came across, and it was Blaise Pascal's. All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Like, yes. I just feel like we, everybody, not just Christians, we all struggle to be still. Yeah. But yet, on the other hand, you know, we know that, you know, compared to Martha, Mary was said to be the better one because she was sat with Jesus. And I think there comes a time where we have to, we have to force ourselves to sit still. Yeah. That's why I think quarantine lockdown has been a good thing for many people some people have struggled because they're not used to the idea of resting with to what to do with this this time how to use this time wisely and um, have that self-discipline but at the same time I know that there's also been other people that have been so rested that they're now restless do you know what I mean like they're itching to do stuff now. Oh, I'm really bored. Um, I'm going to I'm going to now, you know, count the number of uh, things on my wall. Um, like, I don't know how many tiles you have, whatever. But I just I just find it really interesting how, you know, some people are so restless that they're itching to do stuff. And therefore, I'm so bored. I'm just going to disregard lockdown and just go out. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I think it's ironic that we've just spent an hour discussing Sabbath and it's been summed up in that in that quote, actually, like we're Blaise Pascal's. Yeah, like we're doing stuff. We're trying to get get to like we're having a discussion. And actually, the answer is just rest, like just spend time. The, the, The amazing thing is, is that rest is actually it's an interruption, though. It's 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 meant you're meant to stop what you're doing and just yeah. just just stop it. But I find it really hard to because actually lots of people get in touch, and like it always drives me crazy when I will get a work message or uh you know or something that will pull me away from whatever I'm doing that's restful to make me think about work. 
So I think it's not just for ourselves, it's also to be mindful of other people who are trying to rest. Like the yeah. 3am person who sends an email. Well, actually, maybe it's your phone issue. <laughs> you need to set your own boundaries. What does rest during quarantine look like? I think it's still being intentional with your time with God. And I think now is the time to spend more time with God. So my advice would be if you really wanted to rest and be intentional with spending not just, you know, three hours one day, but actually a whole day is to spend time remembering um, what God has done um, and reading his scripture. I think it's really important to delve into God's word and to see where he leads you with that. Um, I also know that it's important to um, refrain from doing any other work um another r there um to stop and to you know just to stop striving and going um, and and instead to take refuge and just be in god's presence um and then another r would be to reset um to help you yeah just to stop and so that your system can almost like reboot itself ready to work um and then recommit yeah, just to recommit your time and your week for refreshment. What do you think, Ben? I think it's quite exciting. I've heard sermons and, like, done Bible studies about the Sabbath before. But, like, I haven't ever thought about the Sabbath as a as an entirely different day. It's just another day where you happen to go to church a lot of the time. And so I think it's quite exciting to, for all of us to, to figure out how we can map out a unique day in the week. And it will be hard because life is not, like, we're all doing different things at different times. Yeah. So it, it will be difficult and inconvenient, maybe, but uh, I, I think it's, it's something that, that we should... But it's meant to be inconvenient. To. It's meant to be disrupting your flow because I think that's what God's intention was, though. It's not for you to just go, 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 and then, yeah. you know, die. But, and that's but it's what, go, go, that go, stop, do, go, go, go. It? Yeah, and I think... There's all these threats, even if you even if you manage to not work at the weekend or whatever it is, there's all these, like, thought, ongoing things that you're thinking about that, like, overlap and and like go across different days and there's different things you might be doing on different days. Um, and, and it all just kind of blurs into this, like there's, especially in lockdown, like there's no, it's very hard to, to see a, a defined point. And I imagine like for the, for the Hebrews uh, or any, any culture really where everyone was, was, following the same timetable um it it would be a different feeling wouldn't it and even i remember like growing up like most shops wouldn't be open on a sunday like you would mm. have to plan yeah. around yeah that like because actually you you sh- like going to the shops on the sabbath is not really like imagine if you went on a date and you said oh yeah so let me just go and get my shopping like in the middle of the date um it feels a bit like that uh 
and we tell ourselves that we're all too busy all the time to to make this work like i'm sure people will be listening now saying oh yeah that's all very well for you to say but but you know like i can't do that because um i work shifts and and so i don't have a regular time slot or there's there's this thing or that thing um and i think that's why it's exciting because it it's an opportunity for us to like carve out this this space um where we yeah. where we do get interrupted and i like the idea of having this interruption because like the amount of random stuff that i think about that occupies my head during a week <laughs> that i spend like that i will think about before i go to sleep or um or just be like yeah like whatever it is like a diy project and i'm thinking like oh how how is that going to work how am i going to put that thing together or um or like some some puzzle or uh, or a, a whatever a tv show that i've watched or a question that that um that mandy's asked me like and like they'll be running through my head um all the time and actually having a day where you stop is a good good opportunity for you to then when when the the day that follows is a good opportunity for you to to say was that actually important what i was thinking about like does am i still going to be considering this is this still something that needs any any attention or can i just forget it because it was a waste of time rest is it's an interruption we are enslaved to our work believe it or not if we don't stop we will be we will continue to be enslaved by our work but um that's why i'm reminded where even the year of jubilee the year of the jubilee um where Jesus took that claim in Luke 4, I believe it is, um, how he read the passage in the temple at the start of his, his ministry. He was, he was claiming that, you know, um, he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor and to um, free the, uh, the oppressed, the oppressed and the enslaved. Um, this is the year of the Lord's favor, the year of the Jubilee. And I think the, the whole process of the year of the Jubilee is the ultimate rest year and I just find it incredible how you know for us this year it's been quite a crazy year and it's forced us to take a step back and just reevaluate ourselves but let's end with um Psalm 46 I love love Psalm 46 and I would encourage you listeners to also reflect on Psalm 46 how you know God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble and and then towards the end, it does say, you know, in, in verse 10, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And, and even as we, he- we are here on this earth, I'm, I'm just encouraged that, yeah, we are working the ground, um, <laughs> but we have something to look forward to. And that is, you know, our Sabbath day, that is spending time with God, just as much as, you know, we, we should be looking forward to heaven. Yeah. Yeah, the ultimate rest. Hmm. I think it's awesome. I'm I feel refreshed from this podcast. <laughs> so that's it, folks. Um, thank you so much for joining us this week on our AB Side podcast. Yeah, please send us some questions. Please send us any feedback. You can send it to us on social media, to either of us on WhatsApp or to our email address abside at thebcec.org.uk 
would love to hear how you um, rest as well if you have any tips on how to rest um, like how God has <laughs> encouraged us to rest how do you rest at home during quarantine and um, please share it with us but uh, please remember to rate and subscribe um, on our normal podcast platforms see you next time take care